Hey everyone, welcome back to Spilling the Tea with Stacy and Nicole. So today we are going to talk a little bit about everything, but we thought we'd start off with It's Britney, bitch. Yes. <laughs> um, so her new memoir came out. What, last week? I think, no, it was like October 24th it came out. Yes. And it is blowing up all over social media and the news and all this stuff because she has definitely spilled the tea and has been emptying out her claws and letting all her skeletons mm-hmm. fly. So one of the biggest revelations in the book, I have not read it. I have it, and I'm going to start it soon. You have not read it, right? I have not read it, but I want to read it. Yes, is that she was pregnant by Justin Timberlake. That was mind-blowing. That was shocking to me. I did not see that coming. So, I, like you like you said the other day, I almost feel like I don't even need to read it because so, so many yes. people are talking about it that yes. it's like I feel like I've gotten the gist the of gist the book. The gist of it, yeah. It's like, so, so I'm hoping there's more details that people haven't. Can you imagine being Justin? No. Getting that just blown up out of nowhere? like Or oh, like shit. his wife? Like oh. what if he, like she didn't know? See, I feel like something like that I would have told my husband because that's pretty big, especially knowing that he's a celebrity and stuff could come out. And he's dated a lot of famous people because he dated Cameron Diaz for three years. Yeah. He was with Britney for, I think, two or three years. I don't know. I I honestly don't know if I would. I I would kill to have her here and just like. Because that's not. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he told. I don't because I don't know no. what I would have done. I mean, she makes him look like kind of a douchebag, and I'm I'm sure he earned that title. So I remember I was obsessed with Justin Timberlake, and when Britney Spears dated him, I was upset like how you are with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I'm so upset. Um, so I followed them, and so when they broke up, it was a big thing that he had said he he didn't say, but in his Crimea River video and other things, he implied that she had cheated on him with this guy Wade Robson, who was but a choreographer. But did she admit that she did? She cheat? admitted she cheated, but she said he cheated first. Yes, I did hear that, and that was shocking because I'm like, okay, so you're gonna you're gonna call her out on her shit, but you're not gonna own yours. Yes, <laughs> and I and I get he has an image, but I felt bad because everyone at the time seemed to back him up, and she just she just got shit all over so yeah. i did feel bad for her i will say to give him a little sympathy because they were young when she got pregnant it has to be hard to be judged and probably one of the hardest decisions of your life over 20 years ago when you were super young and that famous <laughs> and that, that famous yeah, like and that you, kind of pressure and all that because if they didn't work out that you know what i mean what that would have done for a, a lot of aspects so i do feel for him for that because he probably put it behind him and then here it comes back but with that being said, she'd said she would have kept the baby if it was up to her. And I'm not sure how I feel about that because I think if I really <laughs> wanted to keep the baby, I don't I don't think I could let any man persuade me not right. to. However, I was also I'm also not famous and I'm not in the right. spotlight she was in, so I don't know what I would have done and I mean, and also when you do love somebody that, that much, much. <laughs> you do you are persuaded by them, but also I don't know. That's, that's my baby. I, I, I don't know. And I've said this before because I, I'm pro-choice. Like, you do what you feel like you exactly. have to do. Me too. Um, so there's no judgment in that. But I do believe, like, I feel bad for some guys. Like, I, I've heard some stories where the guys really wanted the baby and the woman did it and she went and had it anyway. So I always feel like... I've never heard that scenario. You've never no. heard that? Oh, my gosh. I, I've always heard her, it the other way around. No, it was... She, like, it was... Was it a movie? It was forever ago, but he was dying. No, it was... So I was watching Parenthood. I don't know if you guys yep, remember that I've, show. Yep. And Drew the Sun, 
um, him and his girlfriend, she got pregnant. She wanted abortion and he didn't want her to have it. He wanted the baby and he, but he was so sweet. He was like, you know, it's her body. I understand it's her choice, but if it was up to me, I would have it and we would figure it out. He didn't want her to have the abortion. Oh, so this was a movie? This I was th- a TV show. I thought you were talking about real life. Shit. Show. Well, I'm sure it does happen in real life, though. I know, and I hate that we don't hear about that. I know, because it's good and to have. kudos to the woman who does have the baby because the man wants it. Right. Because it is his baby, too, right. but it is her body. It's her body. That's, that's so that's hard. The de- yeah, and that's the debate. Because I always said, um, like, me personally, depending on the circumstance, I don't think I would have or ever have an abortion. Um but like I said, it, there's different circumstances, so I can't say for sure. Exactly. <clears throat> but um, I I would want to say I would I would want to consider the father's input as well before oh, I made 100%. that decision. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So That's, that had been so hard. I yes. couldn't imagine being in in that spot. No. Or having it blown up all over the world for the world to know about. Well, and that's what she said. She said her family didn't even know, and that because they were scared it would leak, they got a doctor to come to the house and give her a pill to take. Mm-hmm. And so she went through it at home. But why now? Why spill all this tea now? <clears throat> because she had a conservatorship ship for so many years. She couldn't, even if she wanted to. So she's just been holding all of this in. and I'm thinking she's probably felt trapped and like she can't do anything. And she's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to tell my story. Or (laughs) or she's out of money Money, right? and the fame is going away. Now she's still all over TikTok doing her thing. Yeah. Well, and you have to think now, like nowadays when you're, she's probably considered an influencer too. So any, but I mean, she's not like she advertises for anything. I don't know. But what I really wanted to hear about that I'm excited to read the book about is I want to hear about Kevin Federline and their marriage. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> he did an interview with her with um, Nightline or something. And he had said in the interview that he found out about the divorce, I think, through either, I think, online or the news or something. Like, it caught him off guard. He didn't know she was going to get divorced. So and I can and I did ask Ashley from our salon. She mm-hmm. she did read the book already, and I was like, did she say anything about her kids? Because I was curious to see if she said anything because their relationship is so fractured. She said she only talks about the kids when they're younger. She doesn't bring them up in present. Okay, tense. that's respectful. That is respectful. I mean, I, I I do like that. Yeah, but I say it's respectful. However, she trash talked her kids all over social media when they, they did the interview. Mm. So maybe when she wrote the book, they were what's in her an okay relationship. Place. Like with her kids now. I, I mean, it's all speculation. So from what I understand from what I've read, and because her youngest son, who I think looks like her, both her boys are so handsome, by the way. Well, she's really pretty. She's really I mean, pretty. And yeah. Kevin was really good looking. Yeah. When he was, I mean, maybe not so much now, but when he was married with her. Yeah. Um, but he, the son was saying how they don't speak. They haven't spoken in months or seen each other in months. They actually just moved to Hawaii not that long ago with their dad. I heard about that. Which I did hear this, too. <laughs> I don't know if this is true, but I heard it on the... Um, so I don't know if someone speculated that they think he may have moved to Hawaii because if your kid is still enrolled in school full-time, even if they're over 18, you can still get child support for a few more years. Well, hell yeah. Well, hell yeah. I mean, she's his money trainer. I, what the fuck is he doing he, to make money is what I want to know. <laughs> and that's probably why she's spilling the tea now. That's, she's yeah. got to make some money. Yeah, because she has to pay child support. Exactly. Till but see, that's another thing. Because do you remember when he released videos of her yelling at her kids? Yes. Which, uh, to me, I didn't think they were that bad. It was just a mom yelling at her teenage boys. Yeah, let me get in an Yeah, I know. I was I like, mean, really, Every mom dude? does it. Come on. I know. I've screamed at my kids before. Would I want it videotaped and shown to the world? No. no. So I thought that was a dick move on his part. Agreed. Um, 
But I will say, um, she said something about the kids. Well, she was yelling at him. She had posted something after he said it saying, you know, this money train is going to end soon because her oldest is already 18 and her Mm -hmm. youngest, I think, is 17. He'll be 18 next year. Um, So then they moved to Hawaii. (laughs) So I don't know if that's like. Right. It's like. uh, But then she had said uh, others. I don't know. She did kind of talk bad about her kids a little bit. I think she was annoyed with the interview he did. And I just thought that was kind of bad. I was like, no, because like teenagers can be assholes. There's no doubt about it. My teenager can be a straight-up dick to me. Yeah. Um, but I would never, ever trash talk her like that. Yeah, especially for the world to freaking see. For the see. world you're to in, see. You're, you know, you're no. the eye of the media right now. Like, Yeah. I, yeah, I, I could not do that. Yeah, I didn't like that. So we are going to read the Britney Spears book. And if there's any more new revelations, that will definitely be an episode we talk about. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> so to move topics... You know, because we are moms with friendships and stuff like that and adults. And let's talk about adult friendships. <clears throat> it's so hard. Do you feel like it's similar to high school? Actually, in a way, I kind of feel like it is, it's, it's just as bad as a high school friendship. It can be just as catty in a way. It's so funny because um, I always used, I described it like dating. Because I feel like when you're younger, it's obviously easier to make friends, more so for guys, in my opinion, than girls. But I was like, I almost describe it when I'm meeting. So, like, I was an army wife, and I moved around a lot. So I always had to make new friends. And I consider myself to have a pretty good personality. Oh, you're very outgoing. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. So I get nervous. So I meet someone who I felt like I click with, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, should I get her number? I was like, should I see when we can hang out? Should I wait a few days? I don't want to look too pushy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So for me, it almost feels like dating in a but sense. But in her head, she's dancing, and she's like, oh, a friend, Ooh, a, friend, a, friend, a, friend, a friend, a friend, I remember I have this friend, Jessica. Um, when we moved back from Germany, all my friends were worked full-time, mm-hmm. and I was a stay-at-home mom, and I was like, man, I'm dying to have some friends. And so I tried to join some mom groups and stuff, and I remember I saw my friend Jessica, and in my neighborhood at the time, there weren't a lot of younger kids my youngest daughter's age. And the ones that had kids my oldest daughter's age, they worked full-time. And so I see this woman walking with a stroller. I'm like, oh, my gosh, she has a kid. Aubrey's age. <laughs> So I'm, like, stalking her. <laughs> she ran her down. I don't, I'm, like, looking at her, and I'm, like, how weird would it be if I just went up to her and introduced myself? It was so funny. I ended up going to the same church as her, and her husband ends up ended up being someone I went to high school with, and he dated one of my really good friends in high school. Small world. Very small. <laughs> and so we're, like, hey. And then, and anyway, she we're still really good friends to this day. So my point is, to me, it's hard to navigate, and it is like dating to me. <laughs> it is. It's. But also it's harder when you're when you're older because especially with children, I mean, do we really I don't have time to do a whole lot. So mm-hmm. when I plan something with friends, and this just recently happened, we had a big group of us ready to go to go hang out. And then I was like, you guys, I'm really sorry, I, I can't come because my daughter has a cheer banquet and my son is in the playoffs right now for his school for football. And I had to cancel. Mm-hmm. But then so did another mom. So it's like two out two out of the group of moms, uh, I think there was like Five of us. Yes. And two of us had to cancel because of because of stuff. So we're going to reschedule. But finding time, we were literally like, well, our whole month of November is booked. We can't reschedule in November. So I was like, I guess I'll see you guys in December. And I was like, well, I don't know when I can do it in December. Time, yeah. We'll see you next year. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move it to January. It's so hard to find the time. It is. It's so hard. But it's so important to have that time. Because to me, your life cannot 100% revolve around your kids. Or it's not. To me, you need that time. For me, I'm a better mom. When I'm 
make time for myself. 100%. But I also have that mom guilt. See, I don't anymore. I don't. Probably See, probably because I, I literally was with my kids as a single mom 85% mm-hmm. of the time. So for me to take time to myself, especially now that my kids are older, I have zero guilt. Uh, so I have less guilt now than I did. When they were little. And it kind of makes me sad because I have a really good friend that I grew up with, my best friend. And, you know, I went through my divorce when she was going through a breakup. She Then she ended up getting remarried, and she has an older son. Her son is older mm-hmm. than mine, and she doesn't have any more kids. And we kind of lost touch because I got remarried, and I started having kids again. And so mm-hmm. my kids were younger. Our kids were different ages. And I was always busy with the young kids. And you didn't I didn't have anything in common, really. I did have that mom guilt. And, I, and God, I miss her. And that's who I was supposed to recently hang out with this week. Oh, really? She was in the group. <clears throat> and I had to cancel. But she also had plans, too. Yeah. Um. So, it, But you do. I mean, I just... So the mom guilt sets in, and I, you know, we lose touch. But now it's like... Oh, I want to rekindle that and get everybody yes. together. And I feel like you recharge your batteries too. Like you kind of leave your house, you remember what it's like before you had kids, and you just have a good time, and it recharges your batteries a little bit. Well, sometimes we go a little too hard. We too. do go hard. We do go hard, and we talked about that other last episode how we went hard. Because um, we don't get out often. It's like we don't. So when we do, we enjoy ourselves, it's and like there's no nothing wrong. Releasing with Releasing a bunch of wolves. It is. But I feel like when we're talking about adult friendships, so I've had a couple instances with friendships. That have just fizzled out mm-hmm. and have been, and I remember I would talk to Stacy. I'm like, well, what's your opinion on this? What do I do? So I'll give my most recent one and then I'll talk about another one. <laughs> and then if you have one, you talk okay. about. Um, but my most recent one, I met this one woman um, at a mom's group when I was looking for um, friends. And we had just recently moved back to from Germany. Oh, no, well, you were back a little bit because Ari was, like, two years old. So it was, it was a couple of years, and I was tired of, like, waiting for my friends to be off work to hang out. And I was like, I need to meet stay-at-home moms. So we met, and our kids really got along because mm-hmm. our daughters are the same age. Um, and we clicked pretty good. Um, we ended up starting a moms group at my church, and that's how we met a couple of other girls. And there was, like, a group of us that always hung out, including my friend Sarah. So my friend Sarah, she is my best friend. I've known her since I was 19. Um, <clears throat> so we would hung out, hang out. And my friend Jessica, she is very similar to me and Sarah and mm-hmm. you. Like, you mm-hmm. I put in the category with us. Um, where my this one woman is not as similar. She's more reserved, more quiet, which is fine. You always kind of need people to balance mm-hmm. you out, right? So we all work together. She was like the mom of the group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but this past year, it's just been really weird. So I noticed she just wasn't hanging out a lot. Um, she was hanging out with a bunch of other friends, which is totally fine. I don't ever, yeah, I don't get jealous. Groups, with, yeah. I don't get jealous with stuff like that. She was hanging out with like other friends she had, which was totally fine. Um, and we've been doing this yearly girls trip once a year for one weekend, usually in July, we go away for a weekend just to recharge, have fun. And this was probably, I think our fifth year doing it. <clears throat> so she had told us that she wasn't going to do it this year, that she kind of wanted to save some money to do stuff with her kids this summer and that she's going to bow out. And we're like, okay, totally understandable. We were still going to do it. Um, and then she posts on social media about her. She goes out a lot to eat and try these different like wineries and stuff, which is a lot of fun. And then she posts 
Um, and then she sends a text message and asking us, oh, hey, do you want to go to this concert? And I think it was the same weekend as I, the girls' I, weekend. And we were like, that's the same weekend as our girls' weekend. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I'd rather spend $100 as opposed to, like, 300 because, you know, when we split it. Yeah. And we're like, okay. Didn't think much of it. It's fine. She didn't mm-hmm. want to go. It's fine. Um, and then she posts, I think it's either a week before our trip or two weeks before our trip, she went on a girls' weekend. With I remember <laughs> that. we were like, what the fuck? And it's not that she went on a girls' weekend with her friend. It's that she gave us these excuses for why she couldn't come to ours, but it contradicted what she was showing on social media. Yeah. And at that time, we used to get together once a month for a girls' night. We would do dinner or something. But um, our friend Jessica, she has four kids, and all four of them are in two sports. So it's very hard. We haven't been doing our once-a-month thing for a while because they're, she's been so busy. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, so it just kind of rubbed us the wrong way. We were like, you know, that's kind of not cool. Yeah, I, it would rub me the wrong way. Um, but you know what? I was like, you know what? It is what it is. It's fine. It's fine. So she came, and I did her hair one day, and she told me. She did say this. She goes, well, you know, I thought you guys would have more fun. You pro- Or she said you probably had more fun without me. Because like I said, she is the mom of the group, where she'd probably go to bed a little earlier. Like, when we go to the beach, we would be at the beach all day. All day. All day. She would be ready to leave after, like, t- two hours. <clears throat> Again, it's yeah, fine. I'm now. camping out. Yeah, I'm camping out when I go to the beach. Give me my drink. Give me my gummy. We, we settled. Yes. So that was weird. So ever since that... Um, I can say me and my friend Sarah felt a certain way about it, but Mm -hmm. we weren't going to – it didn't bother us enough to where we would say something where we cut off contact with them. It was like, well, it is what it is. So we then wanted to do, like, a girls' dinner. We're like, we haven't done a girls' dinner in forever. Let's go. And so Jessica, again, was busy. She couldn't go. Um, My other friend said something how she couldn't go. And so me and Sarah were like, looks like it's just the two of us again. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up asking you and all the girls from the salon. I'm like, let's go out to dinner. And so I posted a picture of all of us out to dinner, and she had commented – because Jessica had commented, like, oh, I'm sorry, I missed it. And she goes, well, at least you were invited. Oh, you yes. <laughs> I remember I, reading it. And I commented on it. I'm like, actually, you both were invited, and you guys said you couldn't come. That's yeah. all I said. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, I was like, I. You were invited. You were invited. And I always invite you when it's, it comes to that. And then we all have a group text. And she left the group text. And I didn't notice it. My friend, my friend, my other friend noticed it. And she was like, do you guys notice that she left the group text? And I was like, no. And I was like, that's weird. I was like, you should check to see what's up. Because I felt, because she's more of the, not that I'm not nice, but she's just more like Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you ask her, you know, if everything's cool. And she did or whatever. And she she didn't want to tell me. And I get it. She wanted to respect her privacy. Mm-hmm. But I kind of felt like. It's a good friend. It is a good friend. She's a very good friend. Um. I just kind of felt like if there's an issue that clearly there is because you're leaving the group yeah, chats. Yeah, and you're not hanging you're out not anymore. You're not hanging out with us. You're hanging out with your other friends, which is fine. You're not going on our yearly girls trip. Um, if you're that good of a friend, you would be able to yeah, go to your I, friend and be I like, I hey, what's be up? like, put your big girl panties on and tell me. Yeah. Because I am not in high school anymore. I'm not chasing anybody. No, heck no. If you don't want to be my friend anymore, if you've lost, like, that's fine. That yep. happens. There's people that aren't meant to be in your life forever. But don't be childish like that. I agree. And maybe people don't like confrontation, but to me, it wouldn't be confrontation. Mm-hmm. For me, I would be totally calm and talk about it but i just rub me the wrong way i would be rubbed the wrong way only because the friends that i have now it is a small group but it's a small group because i feel like i can go up to each one of my friends and be like look i'm upset about this exactly or or you know whatever and i feel like i could tell them or if they hurt my feelings i'm 
I'm a big girl. I can, you hurt my feelings Mm -hmm. like that. Or even if you don't want to make it, and even if you don't want to make a big deal, but just give me a couple days to get over it. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. That's, that's how I would be. Well, I I have a feeling that she may have felt left out at times because the three of us are so similar. But how can you feel left out if you were included in the the beginning? So like, for example, one time we went on a trip when we were in Jersey and I think she was tired and wanted to go to bed at nine, which was fine. And we wanted to stay up because like we didn't have our kids. Yeah. I go to bed at nine when I have my kids. So we wanted to stay up. And she went back in the room, and I think she came back out because she was feeling left out, which I get. But to me, those are instances where you put yourself in that situation where you feel left out. Agreed. By not wanting to participate. Um, And I will say this. Sarah and I have been friends since we were 19. So you have that connection when you're together. We have that strong connection. And we are going to hang out without you guys sometimes. It just is what it is. Yeah. Because we, you know, and not only that, but we also start having kids at the same time. And we've... Just you're just best friends. You just mm-hmm. click with them, and so me and her didn't think we had to invite to every little thing. But like when any time we do like a dinner or group setting, we always invite everybody. Yeah, when but it's if a we, group setting. Yes, yeah, but if we just want to do something just like the two of us, yeah. then we'll like go to somebody's house or something. But I, I like I, I could totally be projecting. I don't know if that's how she felt, but I could see if that's how she felt only because the three of us are so similar. Probably. Yeah, I could see that. Yes. So. It is what it is. So I kind of did an olive branch. I invited her. I invite her every year to my annual Christmas parties that I throw. Can't wait. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do an olive branch because to me, if she has the problem because I don't have the problem, even though I thought she's been kind of salty for the last year, I'm not going to approach her. I'm not. Um, So I'm like, this is my olive branch. Let me invite her, see if she comes. She said she's not going. She RSVP'd online and said no. And she, usually she'll be like, oh, like before if she couldn't be, you know, oh, my daughter's sick or we have this tournament or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was just a straight up no neg- no explanation. So to me, I took that as she's done. We're done. I she's done. Same way. We're she's done. done. Yep. You can that just was my cross olive branch. Yep. <laughs> we'll move on. Good for you, though. Good for you. I mean, that just shows. I mean, you you tried. And like you said, you you're not the one feeling a certain way. And, yes. But at this point, it's hard not to be salty because it's right. like, what did I do? Be like, well, if you want to. Do tit for tat. Let's talk about all this hey. shit. The girls trip. This and that. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um. I. Yeah. I'd let it go at this point. Well, yeah, I did. And I asked you guys. I was like, should I invite her to my I thing? Know, and I told you yes, and yes, you did. I'm, I did. I'm glad you did because that just that says a lot about you as a person. Yes. It's hard to be a friend at this age. It, it is. is. I mean, but to keep them. It's even harder. It's about quality over quantity is what yes. I said. I would rather have like two really good friends as opposed to like eight or six fake ass friends. Right there with you. Yes. Right there with you. Yes, yes, yes. So do you have any like mom stories of friendships? No. I feel like my kids are still, you know, I have an, a six and eight year old. So I'm, I still don't get out as much as I probably would like. See, now I feel mom guilt because I was going out with Nalfrey was four. <laughs> I don't have the whole sitter option, you know. My, I didn't either. But see, I did girls' nights, so my husband was with them. Yeah, I mean, I go out when I can and do what I can. I mean, you just have mom guilt about missing stuff, right? I won't miss. I, I refuse. So for I me, will cancel. And this, I love all of my friends. Yes, of, but I will cancel you in a fucking heartbeat to be there for my children. A hundred percent. I'll never miss a game. To I'm hang not, out with a friend? I won't because I can I can hang out with my friend on a different time. I can't reschedule this game. Okay, but see, I'm a little different than I you know. in that case situation. Because for me, my daughter did 
both of my daughters did soccer. My oldest did it for years and years, and she's actually really good. Um, my youngest did it for maybe a year and hated every minute of it. <laughs> so there was um, there was one game. It wasn't a playoff game. It was just a uh-huh. normal game. She is the type that she would go up to the coach because at that age, when she was five, they played every position. Yeah. So she would go up to the coach and be like, can I just do goalie so I don't have to run? <laughs> And so my friend was like, oh, we're doing this thing. And for me, I'm like, you know what? I don't need to go to the game. It's not a playoff game. She hates being there herself. She don't want to be there. And I'm like, and so I sat her down. I'm like, hey, there's this thing. Do you care? Your dad will go to the game and your grandma's going to be at the game if mom does this thing. She goes, oh, I don't care. I only want to be there. You know what I mean? So See, I, and my kids are different. So like if, because I've shown up to every one of my son's games, I, I can recall two games and my he's whole. he's passionate about it. He right? is. And Natalie was passionate well, about no, soccer. No, he would never give me shit for not being there. That's me. I want to be there. Yeah. He's 13, and I I can count two games that I've missed, and there's no way I could have avoided those two games. Mm-hmm. So if I missed, and then so my I would feel guilty if I didn't do the same for my other two children. She, <laughs> she's freaking in kindergarten. She's cheering. But I, I wake up every freaking mo- every weekend morning and go to that game. hundred percent. But I'm saying, like, if once in a blue moon you want to go something and it's not a huge thing for me, I'm fine with her. Because to me, it's also important that she sees her dad step up. Oh, 100%. And, and in my instance, my husband was gone 90% mm-hmm. of the time. So when I was when always he could do there. It, it was... So when he can be there, I'm like, you know what? It, they didn't have him for a lot of games because no fault of his own. Mm-hmm. He was traveling for the Army. So it's fine if I'm not out there every, for every single thing. Like, if it's super big and important, yes. I will say my oldest, who was really into soccer, I loved watching her. Oh, yeah. And I never missed a game for her. It is better when they're older. It is better when they're older. Otherwise, you're just seeing kids running around kicking a ball. Yeah, exactly. Like, to me, it's not... No, I, I completely get it. And I <laughs> I appreciate every mom's yes. opinion on that. I really do. There's no judgment on, on my end for what, what any mom does. I think it's just me. That mom guilt sets in big for me. Yeah. And I guess because I had to do everything by myself for so long, I don't have that. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm it, like... And like you said, it is important for them to see when their dad is home from yes. traveling with military then, stuff that he does show up and, and that and be he can there. handle stuff on his own. Yeah, that mom's not always going to be there, and that they learn some independence too. Um, yeah, this weekend I was hit with double trouble. I had my daughter's cheer banquet and my son's playoff game at the same time, and it was her first cheer banquet, and she was mm-hmm. getting an award. And of course, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to be there for this. But also, my son is in the playoffs, yeah, and. Uh, I really want to see that game. So I did half and half, mm-hmm. and I hauled ass yeah. to place to place to, to be there for both of them. And yeah. I did. I showed up for both of them, and I got to watch my son kick ass in football, and I got to watch my daughter receive her award. And that, Look at you, super mom. I know. That's exactly. <laughs> I'm. It was, it was busy, but yeah. it was worth it to me. But it's funny now because— my oldest stopped doing soccer. She she stopped um, a couple of years ago, and I would never force my kids to do something they didn't want to do. I was heartbroken because she was so good at it. I know, it. and you liked watching it. And I'm like, damn, you've just been doing it since you were three. My youngest girl, she could give two. So she's like, mom, I don't want to do nothing. I'm like, okay. I got one of those too. So it's so nice because I used to have a crazy, hectic schedule with sports, and I don't have that anymore. And I have to say, I fucking love it. I, I So I look forward, and I'm sure so many people out there can relate to this. Being a busy parent with kids in multiple sports and multiple kids and 
you have to be in a hundred places that when mm-hmm. you get that break between sports, like usually there's a break between football and basketball mm-hmm. for us, but now that we're in the playoffs, there's no break, but you look forward to that so much to just come home from work and sit on your ass. I remember I'd be so excited when it was raining. I'm like, yes, yes they're canceling. Is canceled. And as a parent, you're constantly checking, like, are they canceling? And I'm then, like, thunderstorm, thunderstorm. And you're like, don't be that mom that posts. Is practice still on because it's raining? Well, a lot of times they won't cancel. They'll can't definitely cancel if there's thunder or if the yes, field we conditions play in the rain. are too wet. Yeah, because yeah, we, we played play in the rain. rain. If the field conditions are too wet and if there's if thunder. thunder. Exactly. And I'm like, please let there be thunder. <laughs> let it rain. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. Life of a mom. It is. Yeah, it's just different. Being a friend and a mom. It's, Being a it's hard. Being a friend and a mom. It's like dating. I'm telling you. To me, it's like dating. It, it, I can see it. It is. Can you imagine if there was like a Tinder for making friends or something where you swipe left and swipe I'm right? I'm such a... Okay, I talk about going out all the time, but I know you guys have seen these like memes on TikTok where it's like, you're so excited to go out and then it's time to go out and you're like, damn it, I don't want to go. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's never happened to me. Are you serious? No, I Oh my God, that's go. fucking me. I, I Unless get, I'm reading a good book. No, I'm like, I get so excited to go, and then when it is time to go, I'm like, I don't feel like fucking doing anything. Oh, no, that's not me. Oh, that's so me. I can't but then I go, mind. and I have the best time. I'm like, thank God I went. Yeah. But don't you feel like when you go out, though, when you come home, don't you feel, like, recharged and, like, not it, so, like— If it's an overnight. Not even if it's just dinner. Fuck no. It's not enough time. Not I enough have three time. kids, Nicole. Well, then you stay out till after <laughs> bedtime. <laughs> I do. Sometimes at work, I'll be like— I'm just going to take my time getting home. Yes. <laughs> so hopefully Ryan gets them in bed. Well, it's so funny because me and Bob are so separate. Like, when my kids were younger, I was very strict on their bedtimes mm-hmm. and nap times because we just function better. I'm, I'm very strict on bedtime. And he was not like that. <laughs> He's like, oh, they'll crash. I was like, this is the thing. Even if they stay up, they'll still wake up at the same exact time in the morning yep. and be 10 times grumpier. And then I exactly. have to do Exactly. So, no, 7.30. Not yes. And I was like... I don't even care if the house is fucking trashed. Just make sure their asses are in bed. Yes. I was like, I will take a trashed house over awake children when I get home. Yep. But now my kids are older. They'll sleep till freaking three o'clock. If they, if they stay up late, they'll sleep late. They're sleepers. Ugh. It's so nice. I'm in such a good, I'm like in a very you sweet are in, spot. I know. I'm so excited oh, for I that. I have such a gap between my kids. Mason's going to be 14 and I six and eight. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I can't wait oh, for that sweet it's spot. It's so nice because when I can leave them home by themselves well, and be like, peace. <laughs> and it also depends on the kids, though, too. Because I have a friend who she has a teenage son, and she goes, oh, I don't trust him by himself. Oh, okay. Because you know what I mean? It yeah. depends on the kid. It, 100%. 100%. Agree. Um, so, like, my youngest is 10, uh, my oldest is 15. Um, and my youngest technically is allowed. I think at the age now to start being home by yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what we start to do is because we did get her a cell phone and put the service on. We also have two dogs um, that are very protective. Um, And we have cameras all over our Mm -hmm. house. So I'll go to the grocery store that's like five minutes down the street. And she'll be home for 30 minutes. I test it like that. Yeah. And then I have a phone where I can call her. And, you know. That's what I did with my son. Yep. And I'll gradually up that. So it's so nice that I can do that now. And then it's nice because my oldest can just babysit. (sighs) When we need it, because we didn't have help. Like, I have my parents and stuff, but they worked full time. Kids are different now, though. I could never, I cannot leave my girls home with my son. I like I tried it one time and I got a phone call like every 20 minutes. They're not listening. They're going crazy. And it's like, no, that's that's more 
stressful to me leaving them with you than trying to find a babysitter. Yes. <laughs> it's not worth it. Well, And then what I do, it's so funny because my girls fight like cats and dogs because there's a five-year age gap between mm-hmm. my girls. And the reason there's a five-year age gap because we lived in Germany and I didn't want to be pregnant and then have a newborn for two years out of three years. We wanted to travel and do stuff. So we decided to wait to have our second until we moved back to the States. And that's what I did. When we moved back, Nally was a little over four. I got pregnant. By the time I had Aubrey, Nally was five. So mm-hmm. there's a five-year age gap. And I remember thinking I originally wanted them closer in age, but I kind of love it because of this babysitting aspect yeah. now. And I remember because they do fight like dogs because Aubrey's at the age where she's like annoying to Natalie and Natalie's a teenager and she's mm-hmm. like, leave me alone. So they fight like crazy. And I remember in the summer, especially when I work, Natalie has her all day. And I looked at Natalie. I was like, I'm going to weigh that little girl. <laughs> if she so much as loses one ounce, your ass is grass. <laughs> I'm going to wait. You would. You I would. I would. I was like, you better feed her. You better make. And it's not like she's watching a little kid. Yeah. She's older. She can fend for herself. Just make sure she eats her main meals and that she doesn't burn the house down is all I ask. Yep. So. That's what I'm going to weigh her. <laughs> you would. A hundred percent I would. <sighs> all right, guys. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> she was shocked. <laughs> See, we did so good until the end. You had to fuck it up for us. That's a wrap. That's a wrap for today's episode. Next week, we will be talking about a few books that we are currently reading, which I am currently reading um, Carnage by Chantel Teslier. And she's reading Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yarrow. Yarrow's. And she will probably have Iron Flame read by next week if you're reading this one as fast as you are. I hope so. So we will talk about those books, highly anticipated books, and a couple of other stuff about just life and being a mom. So thanks for tuning in, guys.